So, Cody. Yep. I <laughs> need to run something by you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> How do you feel about the fact that lifestyle bloggers and the beauty community has to deal with Sonic every day in the terms uh, of using Clarisonic? I... Excuse me? <laughs> like, they could have played the game when they were younger, right? But it's never really gone from their mind because they use this cleaning tool. I thought you were going to go through the glam glow route in which they had that Sonic, like, blue face mask or whatever that was super expensive and everyone did for, like, time on YouTube. But this but is a was totally... Like a hot <laughs> That was more this of a is trend. Like everlasting. Oh, my God. They, like, Sonic is a part of their routine. Oh, my God. Allie. <laughs> and it's... Is I that what you think when you use a Clarisonic? <laughs> no, but I saw this thing, and now I had, like, a just shower thoughts, but it was, like, a just doing my face mask thoughts, <laughs> like, this morning. And now I can't look at... I want to throw my Mia 2 out the window. <laughs> like, I can't look at it the same anymore. <laughs> Oh my god. I legitimately want to cover up the... Like, <laughs> it's too... It's too... It's, much. it's too much, honestly. Uh, and now I'm just imagining that all of the, like, product shots that all of the beauty community and, like, the lifestyle community has used, it's just wild, to be honest. That's... Because now uh, I'm just imagining Sonic. So... I want to live inside your brain like, for, like, a day and see how you come I, up with that shit. <laughs> I don't know that you do, because that's how you got onto this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in hindsight, probably not the best <laughs> idea. Welcome to Into the Twilight, where we talk about glittery vampires and crack theories about Sonic. That and occasionally, so. have to record episodes multiple times, because we just can't oh, catch also. a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, where Audacity fucks us in the ass, oh, so... God, I'm just so um, mad on everything. Shout out to free services that we use to try and record this when we are not in the same room. Yeah. Like, I appreciate also, you, but, you know, Pro Tools wouldn't pull this shit. <laughs> I think that it is worth noting that our listenership and the folks who engage with this podcast know that we have actually never met. Yeah. That, I think that's worth noting. That's worth actually. noting that we've never been in the same physical room ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let alone usually the same side of the U.S. Country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's wild. So just keep that in mind that this is the main way that we engage with each other this is th- on a weekly basis. We never basis. speak throughout the week until we <laughs> hit record. Then okay, we- well, that's <laughs> bullshit, first of all. But could you I imagine- usually let you get away with, like, fibs, but that's a blatant lie, first of all. <laughs> I just wanted to see how you would react. I actually... <laughs> hate Allie and I don't want to talk to her but we're we're contractually obligated to do this production because we're you know hotshot celebrities so we have to the show must go on so just so you know how big of a liar Cody is Cody wants me and gets pissed when I don't keep up our daily snapchat streak so that is something to keep in mind it's not for me it's for you and being you know a cool hip lady of technology and not an 85-year-old woman who doesn't really check her Snapchat. <laughs> it's true. Cody drags me. I don't even I think you watch stories. I don't think you've ever watched one of my stories ever. I think no, you just I, don't go, I, oh I literally go on Snapchat 
respond to yours, and then I go off Snapchat. Like, I don't check anybody. Sometimes not how you like, do any of this. <laughs> I Sometimes at, like, oh, 10.30 at night, I'll post a, a like, vo- or not a Vine. Who am I? <laughs> a Snapchat of me screaming watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and then I get off for, like, three months. Like, it's not... <laughs> Uh, it's not an app that I use. 2017 is going to be the year where Allie learns how to use Snapchat correctly. <laughs> I've been saying for the past three years. <laughs> like, it's not. <laughs> so, just keep that in mind and use that to deepen your analysis of this podcast. Just this dynamic. <laughs> how are you doing, Cody? <laughs> well, you were talking about our beloved listeners who know us truly and dearly. And they yes. asked us some questions to answer in this here we podcast. Got questions. So we're going to answer bam, 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 bam. those because, you know, we're hotshots, so. I'm sorry, we're, like, famous now yeah. is the thing? Sorry, I got reporters uh. banging on the door asking me for my input on Into the Twilight. Oh. Uh, oh, sorry. That was my, that was them right there. Actually, I got to go. I don't know. Um, not my Postmates, my paparazzi, actually. They're kind, they actually knock on the well, door. Well, the Postmates actually yeah. are, they're, they're very, they know who you are, so they're interested. What if paparazzi actually brought you food? What if Wait, God was that? one of us? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, bye. I can't. I should have known that was coming. I should have known that one of these episodes that was going to come up. I can't. <laughs> I'm actually crying. <laughs> what is that fucking quote that people use all the time about um, about God? Um, no, not the biblical ones. Fuck that. Um, the photo set one where it's like... You oh, gotta give me a little it. bit more than this. It's like, what's a God to a... Oh, I feel like everybody's screaming at me right now about what it is. What's a God to a non-believer? That one. Oh, okay. You know yeah, sure. Yeah. That one. That's what I feel like when you just said that to me. (laughs) I understand if you want to quit the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's a mob to a king? What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer? It's a Kanye West song? Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. Oh, shit. Uh, Yeah, I should have been on that, but... (laughs) I'm disappointed in you for not knowing that, to be honest. Listen, I'm not in my game (laughs) right now. (laughs) So, anyway questions um we got a few in all fairness i think we're just not gonna say names yeah of who asked them. sure that's fair should we make up names instead that seems like something you want to do so please go ahead okay uh let's make up twilight names for them okay instead someone asked us to sort twilight characters into harry potter houses mm-hmm. And I say this person should be Victoria. Great. So I wanted to see the last time we did this, (laughs) we went through this little article that has their opinions of the houses. And since we've we've already kind of seen that with our own eyes, and we've had time to simmer on it for a little bit. The lost episode. The lost (laughs) RIP. Yeah. I want to know just your opinions of some of our bays in terms of Hogwarts houses. I, the one that I've been mulling over the most since we talked about this last time was Bella. Mm-hmm. The article that we looked at sorted her into Gryffindor. Right. And I can't decide if I want her in Gryffindor or if I want her in Ravenclaw. Yeah, because like it makes sense either way. Right. And also, you know, in terms of Harry Potter, whatever, like not all Gryffindors are like just this like idea of whatever. 
Like there's very uncan there's very, you know, un Gryffindor like Gryffindors or et cetera and all this stuff. So there's a very large spectrum between those. So like it makes sense. Right. Because I think in general, there's an argument to be made that like Hermione could be a Slytherin, right? Or a because Ravenclaw. How, right, yeah. Like, she is could be cast into different houses. For sure. So, and I would say that... Like, and even out of Luna, the main too. Trio, exactly. Like, out of the main trio, I would say that Ron is the most, like... Yeah, like, traditional. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. I think that, that Bella definitely fits a Gryffindor, like... Mm-hmm. L- I don't know. There's parts of her that definitely fit it, but I also say that she could definitely be into Ravenclaw too. Like I bet that if she just asked the Sorting Hat, <laughs> which she totally would, <laughs> she definitely would. She's like, hey, she so like, what do you think? Like... <laughs> right? Yeah. Because <laughs> here's um, the thing, right? She's super um, smart and cunning and all this stuff, which is great. But she's right. also very brash and jumps into things without thinking, especially in New Moon, where she just kind of like doesn't put herself first and just does really dangerous things, regardless of the consequences, which is very Gryffindor-like. Yes, and I would say that that continues throughout this series as well. So, if anything, I would say that she could possibly be a Gryffindor with maybe, like, Ravenclaw undertones. Yeah. Or the other way around. Right. Like, a Ravenclaw with Gryffindor undertones. Either way, I think works. I know there's a lot of people that don't like... Like, having two houses or whatever. But sometimes, sometimes it works, you know? Just shut up. Right. Just None of this is real. It doesn't matter. So, like, let us have fun. (laughs) Right. Yeah. The other one for for Edward, I do say a Ravenclaw fits him very well. For people who think that Geminis automatically need to go into Slytherin because we're all snakes, (laughs) fuck off and stop listening to this podcast. (laughs) Like, I cannot, I cannot emphasize that enough. Allie has banned you from listening to any more of this podcast. (laughs) As someone who is a Gemini, stop it because I don't like snakes and I have a lot of feelings about this whole like reptilian people thing that's going around. Um, and I hate it, so fuck off. <laughs> so, and that's all I have to say. Ellie has feelings. <laughs> Jacob Black is definitely a Hufflepuff. Yeah, like, not even, we don't even need to talk about it. <laughs> there's, there's no there's, question. That's like, it, he, sorry. He is, like, a doting puppy. He's textbook. That, like, textbook Hufflepuff. Yes. Yeah, like, If he I wasn't a werewolf, he would turn into a badger. Like, he would just... <laughs> oh my god. Bye. Wait, alright, so... <laughs> Let's just imagine. <laughs> Close your eyes, as everyone. We read through just this, <laughs> that instead, when Jacob starts to shake and gets really pissed, he doesn't turn into what everybody in the town soon assumes is a big bear. He turns into a little badger. <laughs> there you go. I do think that Alice could be a Ravenclaw. Yeah, for sure. Like the article talked about. Mm-hmm. The only other thing in like an AU where Alice uses her like powers Mm -hmm. for like the dark side in in order to like be more cunning or to use it for her advantage Mm -hmm. i would say that she could be a little bit more like slytherin yeah for sure the only other thing that i have concern about that though and i do think that she's definitely a ravenclaw my only other thing about that though is that they use her powers for like stocks and stuff yeah how are y'all making all that money though (laughs) and that's the only thing where i'm like Hmm. Maybe she does, like, fit into those characteristics. For sure. Like, sort of um, gaming the system in a way and all that. Exactly. Charlie is also Hufflepuff. He's, look at that so face. He's a badger. Just, just, like. Yeah. Don't even try to at me. Like, just, <laughs> that's too real. 
He's perfect and pure. Yeah, Rosalie is definitely a Slytherin. Yeah, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even mad. Like, it's just, it's... <laughs> and she is definitely one of those people that I think people assume mm-hmm. is a Slytherin for, like, the negative reasons. Right. But she has, like, great qualities to her. Right, that also are that... in line with, like, Slytherin characteristics. Exactly, yeah. They're just usually uh... for her. <laughs> Yeah, they just, it just works out to her advantage. Mm-hmm. She's just one of those people that, you know, she's just trying to do her. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> um, Emmett is definitely a Gryffindor. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, come on. <laughs> he is what I assume when I think of Gryffindor. It's just, like, down and dirty, like, loyal to the end, like, ready to do it all. Yeah, man. The, the one that I don't know about is Jasper. Yeah. Because they... Because also we don't get to hear from him a lot, at least in the first book or so, you know? We learn more about him in the next book. Right. They have him as Hufflepuff, and I just don't, I don't think that that's true. (laughs) I would say maybe Ravenclaw. Yeah. Maybe Slytherin. Interesting. So, I'm not sure. I'll have to come back to that one. (laughs) Um... Jessica's definitely Ravenclaw. Fuck off. That's like, not... Why would that even be a question? Esme is definitely a Hufflepuff. Like, I don't... And Carlyle is a Ravenclaw. Yeah. For sure. It's a perfect couple, so, you know? Truly. Like, that's a great... Like, that's, that's a, a great, great match. Game. Yes. 10 out of 10. So, thank you, uh, Victoria, for that question. <laughs> Very good. Love it a lot. So, the next one that we got was to sort... The Twilight characters into astrology signs, and the name for this one will be Lauren. Sure, yes. yeah, great. Let's do it. I was gonna say Lauren or Jessica. Sure. What do you think? Just their relationship, <laughs> their ship. Yeah. <gasps> yes, actually, I love that more. Lorisica, <laughs> nailed it. Joran. Joran, I like Joran. Joran's awful. Joran. <laughs> I, Joran is very like high fashion. It's true. So. It's Paris. It's Vogue. It's <laughs> it's very fall winter. Yes. In 2017. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes, Gaga. Yes. <laughs> Joran. Oh my God. I'm naming my firstborn Joran. <laughs> it's been decided. <laughs> yeah, the fates have gone by. Oh my God. Based on a a ship that you're queer coding into the yeah. Tw- I, listen, <laughs> I wouldn't say. <laughs> That's so perfect, honestly. Uh, this one we actually did look at a, a website Which is, for. like, kind of fucked, because the point of astrology is that you were born in this date, and that's what it is. Right. And they were just like, hey, how about fuck that? <laughs> just put whatever yes. we wanted. And, like, I so get it. So I would like but... your opinions on this website, please. I do like that Gemini is Jasper. I feel like you two knuckleheads yes. <laughs> make it's... a lot of sense. <laughs> Yes. Um, I do like that, I that Cancer is Esme because Esme is queen mom. Uh, She's just mom. Yeah. And, like, that's very Cancer water sign pure angel. Uh, right. Jacob Black is a Pisces. It's very funny to me. That's amazing. Because I don't know whether it's because he's a child, you know, at least in the beginning. Like, he's very young and very just, like, impressionable and very much like a puppy and right. emotional, you know, but in a way that's, like, masculinity hasn't crushed him yet and he's he's allowed to have feelings and so i don't know if that like that little like boyish wonder sort of (laughs) continues on as we see more of him such a great choice for him honestly right so i hope i think that's nice if it continues but it also could just be like little baby jacob 
being emotional and crying a lot. I mean, that's that's really it. Yeah. <laughs> the one that got the most comments out of all of them mm-hmm. is Edwards, which I'm <laughs> screaming over. Because they said he was a Scorpio. Which... I mean, <laughs> listen, in an alternate universe. I think is the best choice. The stars are probably like, hey, we fucked up a little bit on this one. <laughs> I would believe it if he was changed mm. during, like, October or early November. Oh, shit. That's and an interesting theory. That's really you. interesting. It could be, like, your whatever, your birthday is this, but your, like, your real sign is from when you were turned into a vampire or whatever. That's, yeah, that's wild. Transformed. That's wild. Your new life, that's, like, your actual sign. Oh my god, I love that. Like, the way that Stephanie writes him, I get mm-hmm. it. He's a Gemini. Like, I, I get it. <laughs> but as someone who's, like, a Gemini and a Scorpio. Oh my god. <laughs> um, he's definitely a Scorpio, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I get it. I feel like that's Ooh, true. I'm trying to think um, if it's, like, maybe their moon sign or their rising or whatever. That's what that's, that's what to what do I'm with their, like, when they saying. turn. When they turn, it's one of those. That's fucking wild. I that's love what that. I'm fucking saying, I because as that. someone with I a Scorpio moon that. and a Scorpio rising, oh my god. <laughs> Edward is... He is. I get how it. Did you, is. How did you become the worst combination of signs and end up being the most pure human being on the planet? Like, I just, I want to at the stars. <laughs> uh, it's called gaming the system. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's that but... little bit of Slytherin. <laughs> it's underneath the... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ravenclaw because I got it all figured out. Oh my god. Um... <laughs> My favorite thing, I think, actually, about all of this, though, is they still have Bella as a Virgo. Yeah, no, regardless. <laughs> it's like, you know, you can't escape yes. that. You're too textbook. <laughs> yeah. I do love that since they have Jasper as a Gemini, they put Alice as a Sagittarius because they're sister signs, so they're very compatible together. <laughs> very good choice. Carlisle is a Capricorn, obviously. <laughs> Cause Dad. He's, yes. That is, like, the dad sign, so <laughs> it works out perfectly. Charlie yeah. is a Taurus, which honestly could not have been a more perfect thing. Oh, baby. And we haven't gotten there yet, but they put the werewolf <laughs> as Aquarius, which, like, fucking same. <laughs> Some notable choices there. So thank you, Joran, um, for <laughs> that choice question. I like it a lot. And there was another one. Let's talk about... A question that we got from this is a very pure person so let's do renee great great renee asks have we seen twilight the musical uh <laughs> cody have you have you dabbled in twilight the musical sorry whom, at all? whom? <laughs> i don't know her i don't <laughs> I'm very interested because Renee was saying that you can't find it on the internet. Like, it's in the deep, deep web. And that only, like, intrigues me more. Like, I want to do a deep dive and do some, like, investigations. (laughs) I also have not seen Twilight the Musical. At the time, I thought that it was below my standards. Oh, my God. Um, Which... As a true Twilight stand. (laughs) Damn, 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 damn. Um, and now I only engage in trash, basically, as the one who reads fan fiction every week on here. Uh, so. As a profession. 
Um, and so I'm very intrigued by this idea. Yeah, for sure. Renee also asks, are there any other books or media that we grew up on and look back and cringe at how problematic and unhealthy that they are? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware of what show you're listening to. Right. Um, so about six months ago, created a, a magical podcast called Endless Twilight. This was six um, months with ago? someone named Cody. I mean, almost. Yeah, something. whatever. Forget it. Um, we started the idea definitely six months yeah, ago. Yeah, um, And it's about this series called Twilight <laughs> that is one of my favorite things in the whole world. Oh and is literal trash, so. Yeah, that'll... Yeah. I'll do it. And also, I have a supernatural tattoo, so like, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, Cody never engages anything that's trash. No, everything so. I do is great and always passes the Bechdel test, and it's just great. <laughs> yep, I wish. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the dream. That'd be gold. That's only how I'm gonna be teaching my students. Oh my god, so. uh, the world will be so um, much better by that time. Truly. And the last question, what are some of our all-time favorite books? I have a tattoo from one of my favorite books, which is Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mendel. It's lit. And also, uh, I really love Brave New World and, like, dystopian garbage because I'm trash. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I've been, I really love nonfiction. I'm kind of just distanced away from fiction lately, but I'm really into, like, memoirs and nonfiction-y stuff. I don't know. Good choices. Thank both you. Of them. Thank you. I love fiction so i have a tattoo of a book of fiction it's from the lover's dictionary by david levithan who is an amazing author mm-hmm. one of my other favorite books is the time traveler's wife yes, yes. which holy fuck <laughs> um and also the audiobook of that is choice has one of my favorite audiobook narrators of all could time. you imagine so if it was Ileana kadushin <laughs> It is not, actually, but that would be very lit, actually. <laughs> Hi, Ileana. I want to commission something for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to remake the time I have a strange life. request. <laughs> what if I just fucking send her an email? Like, Are her DMs open? Because we can make this happen. <laughs> we could, yeah. We have a very successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let us send you our analytics. So, Cody. Yeah. Should we talk about chapters seven and eight for uh, a second time? Boy, I guess. <laughs> boy, I guess. Might as well, I guess, huh? I guess we probably should. No. Last week, you brought up the fact that Bella's relationship, not relationship, dynamic yeah. with Jacob is hashtag yikes. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of ended there, right? Mm-hmm. This chapter starts off just like, hitting the nail on the head of how unhealthy (laughs) this dynamic is. Like, she's so self-aware of it, but also will do nothing to change it, you know? Right. Because she's she's at this point where she's like, this is the worst it's gonna get, like, my life has no meaning any any more than it already didn't have to her (laughs) because Edward's gone. And she's just doing all this stuff that she knows isn't great, but she has no drive to do anything about it and is just wanting to chase danger and put herself in danger because she's like, fuck it, whatever. Let me fuck it this 12 year old. It's so sad. It's <laughs> so sad. Because I. You deserve so I much know, better. I know how little experience and knowledge, even, sure, sure. That she yeah. has with building healthy and fulfilling relationships mm-hmm. of any sort. Yeah. 
And so the fact that she's now found someone who she could potentially have a friendship Mm -hmm. with that is mutually beneficial, and instead she's in such a traumatic space where she's unable to see it as something that is just a friendship. Mm -hmm. She's trying to make it as something more. It just makes me so sad. She never learned how to, like, prioritize friendships. And we saw that right. as in the four months where they she didn't talk to anyone. I mean, validly right. because of trauma or whatever. But, like, yes. she never had a support system to come back to because she didn't really establish one or didn't try to establish one as much as she could have because right. a, her relationship was the only thing in her life. And now that that's gone, and also she doesn't have any friends, when she sees someone who could be a potential friend, she's like, hmm, see, that's, that's, that's chill and all, but, like, what if we just boned, you know? What... Like, right. what if we just had some hot smooches, you know? I'm like, yeah. no, You've you got could genitals. have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've got genitals, so <laughs> like, why don't we just have them hug a little them bit? together a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one was worse. I don't know. <laughs> Probably both of them, honestly. <laughs> oh, no. No. I understand where Stephanie could have written this book, right? right? She could have utilized what Bella is going through Mm -hmm. to showcase that this is not a healthy way to do it Mm -hmm. and then provide an example that is a good way. Right. Right? But instead, Mm -hmm. she just writes a sentence like, I felt hideously empty and wanted to see Jacob. And then just like leaves it there to let younger readers, because this was primarily a YA novel, Mm -hmm. and just let this be something that younger folks were meant to aspire to right because they're reading it through a first person narration Mm -hmm. and so it's like stephanie god damn it no they're young women yeah first you have them wanting to fuck a statue Mm -hmm. and now you have them just looking at anybody wanting them to just care about you Mm -hmm. that's not what i want younger people especially but anybody to get out of a friendship yeah. or any sort of dynamic. And and the way this is Stop. heading towards, like, this love triangle bullshit, like, is even grosser because it's <laughs> more like it reinforces what Edward was saying in Midnight Sun and being like, I didn't want to be just friends, you know? And that right. also being with Jacob, who is really young and doesn't, I don't think he understands whether he wants a friendship with her or a romantic relationship or anything. He's just kind of like, I think you're cool to hang around. And I'm 12, yeah. so, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so And he's also feeling hormones. Right. Yeah, too. exactly. And yeah. so he doesn't he's just like going with what his body does and he doesn't know how to control. And I think yeah. that in a way Bella's sort of unintentionally taking advantage of that because she's older and, and and while she doesn't really know anything and isn't experienced and also has been suffering trauma and doesn't really know how to deal with her own emotions, it's very much like it's a bad situation to it's a bad power dynamic to have over someone. Even if you're intentionally doing it. Like, there's no way that it can work out and be, like, tight for everyone involved. Yeah, I think the whole situation is just a frustrating Mm -hmm. one. Because, and I think that especially into this chapter, too, where later on some of the things that Jacob is saying kind of force a weird Mm -hmm. dynamic with the two of them. Mm -hmm. If there wasn't any implications that if boys and girls (laughs) like can't just be friends like if they could just hang out together Mm -hmm. and enjoy each other's company and learn from each other and heal with each other Mm -hmm. and that could be great on its own and not just be just like it could not just be like subpar 
then this would be a great novel. Like, <laughs> that would be a good This would part. be Moby Dick if they just changed that one little thing. <laughs> well, it would be a really important component of both of their lives. For sure. But instead, it's bullshit. Yeah, no. <laughs> Like, it's, you can tell what Stephanie is leading up mm-hmm. to. So it makes it seem like bullshit. Yeah. Bella goes to the shiny squad house. Oh, Bella. <laughs> how not to address like, trauma by Bella Swan. <laughs> how not to address trauma and like a house hunters episode gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bad. And I'm so curious about why Stephanie let this make the cut. Yeah, like it's novel, such a honestly. short part of it. And it really doesn't affect anything. And it doesn't even make the movie. Right. Like It's, it's that, just not. It doesn't. It's nonchalant. I mean, she basically misses the exit to get there, right? Which is an ongoing theme of the first book (laughs) anyway. And as soon as she gets there, she basically leaves the car or the truck running, Mm -hmm. walks like three steps and is like, nope, bye, like can't do this. And then it's over. And then just, yeah, runs away. The main thing, right, was she was hoping that she'd feel his presence there. Mm And that did not happen. So she's like, nah, fuck this. This is bullshit. I need to go try and jump off something to feel anything. Jump off some cliffs, man. Which she thinks about later on, which is gross. There's this gross thing mm-hmm. about both Jacob and, fuck my game, uh, <laughs> trying to assume more about Bella than is actually necessary. Yeah. Which, ew. And to be fair, Edward did that all the time as well. Exactly. Yes. All the men in her life. (laughs) Yes. Um, Except for Charlie. I mean. It's just gross. Jacob mentions during the process of rebuilding these motorcycles that if he, quote, had any brains, (laughs) which, Mm. um, he would have dragged out this process a little bit longer. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I just... Sir. Uh, thanks, Jacob. I don't... What are you... I don't even... I have so many questions. Yeah. Anyway, they make plans to go and ride these motorcycles because later on, Jake calls and says the most awkward thing. Especially because Bella makes a note, right, that his tone is thick with implications and says that he, he says, quote, I believe that we dot 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 have a date. Like, that's not how you say any of what he was trying to say. Nope. That's not at all English. (laughs) Nope. No, No. thank you. (sighs) But of course, before they could do that, Mike Newton has to ask Bella out for the upteenth time. (laughs) Because so, he just can't can't take a hint. No, especially because they work together yeah. at his parents' store. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, let me just... This is convenient and easy. <laughs> Before I give you your paycheck <laughs> right. from my parents, let me just, let me just dangle <laughs> it in front of you and make sure that you say yes to dating me first. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, actually, here's an idea. Because I'm still not over the fact that they work at like a camping store. Right. I know that it's like... It makes sense, right, from the geographical area. <laughs> but what if uh-huh. they worked at the Port Angeles party store? Listen, that we talked about. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, that would, that seems like it'd be a fun job. Because I feel more comfortable about Bella working with streamers and key lime colored tablecloths than boots and hiking hammers and tents and stuff. But imagine this, Anastasia Steele working at that (laughs) 
party, please. <laughs> I feel better about that because that would mean that Christian Grey uses like streamers right. to tie your hands oh, up. Then, his like, sex would be so rope. fun. <laughs> And that, like, when he orgasms, like, confetti pops out or something. <laughs> like, that yeah. would no, that's good. be a fun twist on a shitty classic. So. A classic. <laughs> well, I was going to say a new twist on an old classic, but it's neither old nor a classic. great at all. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, whatever. 50 years from now, this, we'll so. be reminiscing about the classic that is Fifty Shades of Grey. While we're still reading Fifty Shades yeah, of Grey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Also, no. (laughs) No. No. I, no. I hate all of those. Okay. Enter in, stage left, the cliff diving boys. Boys, boys, boys. Half naked, reckless. They don't say which half. They don't say which half. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Sweaters and Columbia jackets, yeah, but like turtlenecks, dicks hanging in the wind, <laughs> assless chaps, just like itching to go into the sea. Oh, like, God, I'm wearing the top half of a morph suit and nothing else. <laughs> the new I got three turtlenecks. Title of my nothing. memoir. I got gloves. I got a turtleneck. I got a hat. Oh, Nothing downstairs. Oh my god. Anyway, they're jumping off this cliff, right? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Bella and Jacob are <laughs> driving to go ride these motorcycles, right? And Bella, like, casually looks off to her left to at the scenery and just sees, like, five guys jump off a cliff. And she's like, absolutely not. Slams on the brakes. Yeah. She's like, we have to call an ambulance, of course, to get to the nearest phone. is like, two hours away. <laughs> so, that's not... <laughs> That's not going to happen. And of course, Jake's like, Bella. Come on. It's fine. <laughs> We're fine. As like, their ding-dongs are just no. like, flaying in the wind. <laughs> like, it's not. Uh, oh my god. I'm going to have all this audio from you. <laughs> I can't go back from like, three episodes ago when I said the godforsaken oh, phrase. God. So like, at this point. So Bella turns a 180. Mm-hmm. Not in the car, but in her mind. Because she's like, Jacob, you have to take me cliff diving which now that we've talked about what it the requirements are for cliff diving <laughs> makes a lot more this sense takes, this makes so much more sense listen it's been a couple the, episodes since we got to see horn dog bella and now we're back at it if any of my kids when i start teaching start saying cliff diving <laughs> recreationally i now know what they're talking oh my about God. the secret message <laughs> I now, I've decoded what they're talking about. <laughs> Shout out to Paramore. Oh my um, god. <laughs> <laughs> that was such, oh god, such a deep dive from Paramore, but also within the Twilight soundtrack. I hate you so much. <laughs> Jacob starts talking about these half-naked men, <laughs> these bikini-bottom men, yeah. and mentions that they are, quote, hall monitors gone bad. Now... <laughs> That's a squad I want to be in. (laughs) (laughs) Are we imagining that they are always half naked? Oh my god. (laughs) I can't, I can't keep this theory. I, listen, I just, it was a goof. I didn't think it was going to go this far. I'm not. (laughs) Because Jacob mentions that they don't start fights. They keep the peace. So. So. What? (laughs) 
Yeah, well, listen. Actually, I prefer them to be clothed because I don't <laughs> want to sexualize these people. <laughs> um, Put some yeah, goddamn clothes on. I'd rather them like actually look like hall monitors, like have passes. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Them. Jacob, he starts to shake, mm-hmm. right? Like a actual like phone vibrating. He's just like losing it <laughs> because <laughs> he cannot handle the fact that Samuel has the audacity to look at him. Ugh. In general. The nerve. The one thing, though, and I don't know why Stephanie thought this okay, other than the fact that I think she was maybe trying to reference how, like, actual, like, old-fashioned mobs worked, but the way that she describes Samuel and all comes off very, like, in a grooming sort of way. Which is nasty. I mean. (laughs) Like, I don't like that at all. Yeah, the way that it's described is Sam looks at Jacob like he's waiting for something, (laughs) and he pays more attention to Jacob than any of the other guys. So. Yeah. Interesting use of language that you probably didn't mean. (laughs) Stephanie. You know better. Bella just is not okay with any of this at all and goes all, like, mom mode on Jacob. (laughs) And it's just like, absolutely not. Let's run away right now. (laughs) Like. No, thank you. Bye. And the way that this chapter ends, <sighs> um, <laughs> uh. sometimes I forget the way that Stephanie writes. Like, I, I forget because I want, I don't want to remember. Anything, yeah, you suppress it. <laughs> Bella hugs Jacob, right? Because she's like, no, I'm just going to hug all of your sorrow away. And she's like, I don't usually relate to people so easily on such a, like, basic level and then she's like oh well i mean not like human am i right am i right Um, (laughs) and then the chapter just ends and it's like can i just rip this page fucking there's a stage dive at the open mic (laughs) immediately face plants nobody catches her (laughs) oh fuck and we're just fucking face bombing in the background like jesus christ (laughs) Yep, exactly. And there's Bella bombing her first open mic. Yeah, not, wouldn't be the and last. Won't be the last. Nope. <laughs> it will never be the no. last one. And that's how chapter seven ends, y'all. So, great. They're sounding more and more like cat noises. <laughs> and less like air horns. <laughs> it sounds like you're meowing right now. <laughs> I hate but that. But I appreciate the effort. <laughs> so, chapter eight. The shit show called Adrenaline. Yay. Yeah, boys. Meaning Bella um, just does not have any value for her own life and just wants to fuck her shit up. And also, fuck. I mean, listen, aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. My new Twitter bio was um, looking to fuck shit up and also fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so chapter eight, it starts off with these motorcycles that they are riding. Yep. So Bella has the audacity <laughs> to even Has a motherfucking nerve. <laughs> yes. To say in her mind that she's already lived through the worst thing possible. Uh, and she doesn't mention which one, but we're supposed to assume that it's Edward the Right. Human. And then goes on to say, in comparison with that, why should anything else frighten her? Okay. Ma'am. So. <laughs> That's... T- <laughs> No. So here she is, sitting on top of this bunch of metal (laughs) meant to... It's really haphazardous. Basically. (laughs) Gilgamesh metal parts. Yeah, this thing that Jacob haphazardly assembled 
most likely well. Yeah. Because I assume that he has talent, but still. She basically just like falls over several times before she gets it going. Before she starts writing, she does end up hearing Edward's voice. Mm. So that's great. That's just wonderful. Thank you. Just like exactly what I needed. All that he says is just admonishes her intelligence (sighs) again. So thank you, Edward. Really great. And she gets going and dies again. Yeah, (laughs) R.I.P. Yeah, bye, Bella. I don't... I I want to know what was going through Jacob's mind. Because we get very clearly what's going on in Bella's mind through this. But now all I can imagine is Jake being like, yes, Bella, you did it. You're finally writing on your own. Oh, 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 God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, sh- oh, shit. Oh, no. I killed Bella. <laughs> he literally, like, runs over to her. He's like, are you alive? Like, are you okay? And she's like, I've never been better. Let's fucking go, man. Let's do it again. Yes. And she's, like, yeah. bleeding from, like, every part of her body. Yeah. She pops up looking like she swam in the blood from The Shining. Like, just <laughs> absolutely covered in her own blood. Yeah. And she's like... Oh my god, Jacob, I'm so sorry for being... He's like, what? I don't... don't." (laughs) Excuse me? I mean, you can apologize, but, like, it doesn't really matter to me. And she's like, oh, I'm just so used to, like, apologizing for bleeding. (laughs) So, this motherfucker had to get seven stitches on her forehead. That's a lot. That's a badass thing to do, Bella. Yo, when I was, like, I want to say very young, like, maybe four or five or some shit. I got eight fucking stitches on my chin because I tripped over Ow. a basketball, which is, like, the most baller thing I've ever done, I think. <laughs> and then the legacy of Cody began. Yeah, that's where it all fucking started. That's when I know I'm like, this is it. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was a fucking baller. Came out a baller. Gonna die a baller. <laughs> Bye. I Balling's all I do, man. I'm sorry. Shut up. <laughs> I stitches gross me out. Yeah, no, they're fucking grody. Like, no thanks. I don't like the idea that you need something to like put your skin back. Right, like the fact that just like you could just sew it back up. Like, no, absolutely not. No, (laughs) I don't like that. I mean, it's cool that like your skin can just like right. Like, science is amazing, and people who can do it are incredible, and they're saving lives. Like, I get it. I think the thing that grosses me out is like one metal stitches. Yeah, no thanks. I can't. Like, absolutely not. And I don't like touching stitches. Yeah, no thanks. Ew. No. (laughs) I've had dissolvable ones before. And like, (gasps) what? They dissolve? (laughs) Where do they go? I don't like that. No. (laughs) To this day, Ali still doesn't know where those stitches are. They could be anywhere. (laughs) They could be in my brain. I don't understand. (laughs) I hate that. Anyway, also, just keep in mind that, like, Bella had stitches in September in her birthday on her arm. And now she's having stitches again in January. We can't catch a break. (laughs) Like, her skin is like, can you fucking not? Can we just? It's the thing. I'm trying really hard out here. Can you just do me a solid, meet me halfway? Her skincare routine is trying hard, (laughs) but, like, there's only so much you can do. There's only so much mud mask can do. (laughs) To be honest. The thing to note about this whole situation is while she's, one, going home and changing out of her bloodstained shirt Mm -hmm. to get a new one, 
going to the ER, all those kinds of things. The only thing she can think about is, I want to go back out there and do this again. <sighs> what? Ma'am, no. <laughs> what? And not because, like, I am just a slut for the adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like, because she wants to hear Edward's no. voice again. Which, so. Stop. What? No. Baby. So that's not good. How do you spell healthy relationships? Not with any of those letters. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Not with any of nope. this. Uh, Charlie is not believing any of Bella's situation. Yeah, um, having none of it. Her cover-up was that she fell in Jacob's garage. On a hammer? On a hammer. <laughs> so. Like, maybe become, like, I can't believe this is from the same brain that concocted the entire scheme in the end of Twilight that was like, I'm gonna lie to Charlie and sob and have this whole story about wanting to go back to Phoenix and, like, I broke up with Edward and all this stuff. And then she comes back six months later being like, yeah, so I, like, tripped and, like, fell on my head on a hammer that was on the floor. Like, it was wild. Like, I don't know what happened. It was super wild. Okay, bye. Honestly, I don't believe any of like, it. You're better like than that, this. Come on. Truly. I know her brain. Yeah. She's way better at coming up with stuff than that. Ugh. Anyway. Also, if you tripped on a hammer, I'm pretty sure your brain would crack. Like, like I don't, I just, like, <laughs> what part of the hammer could you possibly have fell on that wouldn't, like, literally kill you? I don't understand. Myth busted, Bella. Yeah. Like, stop. Ugh. I anyway. want to watch Mythbusters, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> I saw this weird thing that they created a, a robot that, like, fucked up people. And I'm <laughs> what really is that I, supposed to be? <laughs> it know, just, I like, murdered people. <laughs> <laughs> I read this thing earlier today about Mythbusters, and I miss it. So. Yeah. Y'all, we're almost done. Hold on. <laughs> just keep on holding um, So this chapter finishes up with them going on a hike because uh what else do you do you know (laughs) bella needed to refresh her tinder bio so she needed to say that she was a hiker oh my god um (laughs) so of course they're not just going on any hike they're going on a hike to the meadow so when bella tells jacob about where she wants to go she's like i don't know it's sort of like in this place and up and you go like "Eh," and (laughs) this place and he's like oh Perfect. We will definitely find it. <laughs> He's already got like a Which bunch is... of maps taped up behind him. He's like, huh? Yeah, what? Here? <laughs> Red tape everywhere yeah. and like string and everything. He's literally Charlie Day. Just like, like <laughs> is it here? <laughs> but like, actually though, because when she goes to the Black's house the morning of, the whole front area is just like covered maps. maps. <laughs> it's so cute. Uh. What a, what a sweet soft time, boy. Honestly, he spends the whole time with, like, maps and a compass, like, drawing it out so that they won't get lost and find it perfectly. And I was like, you are so smart. Yeah. Like, baby. And just, like, practical and trying to make sure that, like, your safety is utmost importance and just, like, good. <laughs> I hate that this is, like, a really important thing. Like, this is, like, awe-inspiring, mm-hmm. but also good. I'm glad. The wild thing, too, <laughs> is he's like, maybe we'll see the super bear. Oh, my God. So so pure. <laughs> that's great. Also, touching on the fact that they do not have a great relationship full of, like, honesty and trust mm. is Bella mentions the fact that if they're on this hiking trip, she doesn't want to actually divulge why they're going to this specific spot because if she lets herself slip up and has like a flashback or an anxiety attack and ends up like clutching herself trying to hold it together Mm -hmm. how is she going to explain that to jacob 
um, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, so... It's so sad that she always feels like she has to be on for all the men in her life. Yeah. Like, even within a romantic relationship, you shouldn't have to do that. But it makes more sense with her, and she doesn't really understand, and doesn't have a lot of experience yeah. with that. So she feels like she has to keep up sort of facades at some point. But with Jacob, where there's a possibility for a really good friendship and a really good relationship that's platonic, she still also feels like she has to put up a front. And it's yeah. really sad. Because, like, you don't have to do... Like, Jacob's literally your lapdog. He will do anything for you. And he's just he's just yeah. here for the ride. He's having a good time. And that's so much emotional labor. Right. Like, that's very that, exhausting. That's ex- incredibly exhausting. And she's already doing the most. Like, so... Probably not great for her mental state that's already kind of fucked up at the moment. All I would want for Bella is on International Women's Day for her to have made a post being like, if I've ever helped you at all, (laughs) then mow me 20 bucks. Uh, And just for all of the money to come in. From like Mike and from Tyler and from Eric and from like everyone. Just rolling in. And then for her to donate it or to set it up from like a college fund so do you want to talk about the ending of this chapter oh uh, no i'd rather not <laughs> it's pretty gnarly i thought that chapter seven's ending was gross but no. this one is pretty grody or he fucking says that she <laughs> probably tastes good which like absolutely not can we not do this right now thank you and yeah. then she says thanks as if that's a normal thing that Right. Uh, that's like a compliment that you would get. And she's like, you know, he wasn't the first person to tell me that. Bella, can we just... Wink, wink, wink. I just... off the stage again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, no one's there. They've all gone. They're all... Yep. The bartender's just like, we closed like an hour ago. Please get out. <laughs> As she's diving, the bartender like throws his towel at her. Like... <laughs> I just... Yep. Stop, Steph. You can't. I just. That is. Children read this. Children read this. (laughs) What are you doing? I want to read it as like a sexual innuendo, but it's hard. No, it's just so goofy. It's just so ridiculous. Like, it's absurd. Yeah. Like, oh, I bet you taste good. No, who says that? Who says this? (laughs) What? And then Bella would be like, yeah, totally normal. Chill. I get that all the time. Yup. Yeah, that is a conversation that happens at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning on OkCupid. Right. Not Not (laughs) in real life. Not fucking midday in the (laughs) mountains of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, absolutely not. Not on God's day. Not on this day of the (laughs) Lord. The Lord's day. God. God. You should be ashamed Come on, Stephanie. (laughs) God damn it. I can't believe you made me read this bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, my eyes had to see this. <laughs> I'm gonna rip these pages out of here. Set them on fire. It's the Lord's Day. <laughs> this Christian novel. Oh my god. You put oh my god. <laughs> Allie. <laughs> I'm just saying. God damn it. Anyway. So next week. <laughs> chapters 9 and 10. Next week. When things get lit. Oh boy. Chapter 9 is the, the third wheel. And chapter 10 is The Meadow. This is an Urban Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Earbud Media. If you want to pitch a show to the network, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash Earbud Pitch. By the time you're listening to yes. this, tomorrow, aka Tuesday, we'll, we'll be launching our next Earbud Media production called Femmas Fuck, which I'm so Woo! excited about. It's hosted by the wonderful Ileana also known as Virginia Woolf, also known as just a great, wonderful human being. But yeah, it's super lit. It ha- they go up every 
Tuesday, and they're just super cool. They also have a Twitter, FemAF Podcast, if you want to check that out. It's also on the Earbone Media Twitter. It's all lit. You should check it out. Yes. Uh, you can find the show, Into the Twilight, pretty much everywhere. We have a Twitter, Into the Twilight, a Facebook page, Into the Twilight. We have a Tumblr, which is Allie's greatest life's work up to date, yes. <laughs> which is intothetwilightshow.tumblr.com. If you want to send us an email, you can do so at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. If you want to help support this podcast, you can support us on Patreon. With For as little as a dollar a month, you can get a bunch of cool exclusive stuff. That's patreon.com slash into the twilight. If you don't have any money, we get it. We're all broke. We get it. Yeah, man. Uh, but you can rate and review us on iTunes. It takes like a second and it's super easy. And you can help fill out a survey that'll help us get sponsors and you can find that at bit.ly forward slash into the survey. We would really appreciate it because we both look like looking yeah. at that. We are true analytics hoes, and, like, literally all that we love in this world is to see feedback from you guys, so. Yep, it really helps. Okay, so, So. um, we got one more question today. Actually, it was a request, and it was from the actual goddess herself, Mm -hmm. Maddie Padilla. Uh, Praise be. So, the request was to sort her and Eli into Twilight characters, mm-hmm. which we haven't done yet. Honestly, it's we're bad podcast hosts. <laughs> I don't know how that hasn't happened yeah. yet. Maybe I was saving it for the end. I don't okay. know. Whatever. The end okay. of time? So, the end of this podcast? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just to, like, keep you on your toes. Oh my God. So, Maddie Padilla, actual goddess herself, created the artwork that you are seeing as you are enjoying this mm-hmm. podcast. You can find more of her work at yourghosthost44 on Instagram, which if you're not following at this point, like, what the fuck are you doing? Honestly, you're fucking up somehow. Like, if you just, please do it. I don't understand. <laughs> please God. But, like, do yourself an honest-to-God favor. I don't understand. And our music is done by the actual cryptid himself, Eli Krauss. Yeah, the man, the man, the legend. You can fu- <laughs> like, honestly. Um... You can find more of Eli's work at KrausFilms.com. So, sorting these motherfuckers. I would say Maddie is Angela? Sure, yeah. A pure angel. A pure angel. The one that Edward loves looking through (laughs) when he's understanding the world. I think that's good. Philosophical. Yes. And Eli, I would say, is Seth. Clear water. Because Baby. I think he's soft and pure. He's a soft, sweet boy. And, and looks upon the world with doting eyes. And we'll know more about Seth as the series goes on. Uh, I love how you're making this judgment without knowing literally anything about Eli Cross. You can follow Allie yelling about Eli on the internet at 23andMe everywhere. And you can find me on the internet at Cody Captures or CodyCrawl.co. Pew, pew. There we are. Does that sound more, there? Yeah, go. that okay, sounds okay. good. I have to really like pop that pussy. I. <laughs> <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night. Oh, the end credits are my favorite part. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's really loosey goosey this one. <laughs> okay, so this is really fucked up, y'all, because this is the second time we're doing this, and so the one that I had actually had planned for this, I can't use anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> So, okay, what I'm doing for this, I'm just not even going to pretend that it's, like, a fucking surprise anymore. (laughs) Um, All the joy is just robbed from your face. Sucked out of my soul. So I'm switching it up again, and I'm not doing a choice of fan fictions for you today. 
Instead, a couple of days ago, <laughs> on the Fickle Fish Films Twitter oh, account, God. they released a couple of excerpts from the Twilight novel. Sure. Like, deleted scenes, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. There were four of them <laughs> that they oh, put up. Oh, God. Including, but not limited to, one that was titled Extended Brom Remix. Um. Excuse me. <laughs> and Badminton, and a few others. Oh, God. The one that I'm going to be reading from today is some backstory that was cut from chapter 14, but it's called Emmett and the Bear. So it's some backstory about Emmett. And so this is written by Stephanie Meyer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Keep that in mind. Um, And so this is Emmett describing some of his tale about the bear. He was finished playing with me then, and I knew I was about to die. Emmett remembered softly, winding up the tale of his human years with the story of the bear. Edward paid us no attention. He'd heard it before. I couldn't move, and my consciousness was slipping away when I heard that what I thought was another bear, and a fight over what would get my carcass, I suppose. Suddenly, it felt like I was flying. I figured I'd died, but I tried to open my eyes anyway. And then I saw her. His face was incredulous at the memory. I empathized entirely. And I knew I was dead. I didn't even mind the pain. I fought to keep my eyes open. I didn't want to miss one second of the angel's face. I was delirious, of course, wondering why we hadn't gotten to heaven yet, thinking it must be farther away than I'd expected. I'd kept waiting for her to take flight. Then she brought me to God. He laughed his deep, booming laugh. I could easily comprehend anyone making that assumption. And scene. Damn. So that's Emmett talking about Rosalie. Damn. So that's kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind of cute in like a really overtly religious way. (laughs) 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 It's like very, but we get a little bit of understanding about Emmett as his last like human experiences there. So cute. Definitely check out the Fickle Fish Films Twitter account because it's a shit show. (laughs) Turn notifications on. (laughs) Always get updated with that sweet, sweet Fickle Fish news. (laughs) It's worth it. (laughs) So. Oh, God. As we say in Forks, get bit, y'all. 